Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Lecture Preparation Podcast. Today we're looking at the first Sunday of Advent, Year B. We're using the Roman Catholic Lectionary and the New American Bible Translations because, well, they're probably the most common and you have to pick something. However, what I'm going to be saying will be applicable to any translation and any lectionary. So, the way this is going to work is I'm going to first discuss the reading and then give my version of doing the reading using the points that I made during my discussion. A bit of my background, I've been doing lecturing for over 30 years, and I'm a professional narrator, and I feel I have a lot worth sharing uh, in terms of helping you become better lectors, better speakers in general, better presenters of the word. So let's take a look at the first reading this week. The first reading is from the prophet Isaiah. And it is essentially a lamentation. It is bemoaning the current state of affairs, yearning for a better time, expressing that yearning for how things were used to be better, and then expressing a hope and an anticipation, a very humble, in a very humble way. And it's a remarkably applicable set of readings for the time we live in. We, I am recording this in 2020. I have no idea what time it is you're actually going to be listening to. But we are, of course, in a time of turmoil and a time of yearning for how things used to be and a time of hoping that they will soon be better. So all of Isaiah's emotions, we can apply to our current world very easily and draw into that as you do the readings and as you think about where to put the pauses. As I said, there are three separate, actually four separate phases and three separate moods. It starts with the lamentation, goes into the yearning for how things used to be, back to the lamentation, and then finally the expression of hope. Each one of those should be separated by their own pause and be given their own mood from your own feelings. These are some themes I'm going to be repeating often. The use of pauses, the expression of the feeling and mood of each section of the piece, and separating those sections and making them work together and having them come be feeling real because you're tapping into your real feelings as well. So let's take a look at it. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer, you are named forever. Why do you let us wander, O Lord, from your ways, and harden your heart so that we fear you not? Return for the sake of your servants, the tribes of your heritage. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you, while you wrought awesome deeds that we could not hope for, such had not been heard from of old. No ear has heard, no eye has seen any God but you doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean people. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you. 
For you have hidden your face from us and delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hands. The word of the Lord. The second reading is actually an easier one to tap into. It's a reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians, probably one of the most famous uh, oft-quoted books of the Bible. And it's basically a work of affirmation. Paul is telling his friends, his congregants, the, the people he has known and grown close to, that they're good. They've got all they need. They just need to stick with it, and everything's going to be fantastic. And hopefully, you have similar feelings for the people in your congregation. You feel they're good. They do good things. They've got all the tools they need. They've got all the faith they need. They've got all the blessings they need. And so, at least I would hope you do. Um, so the goal would really is just is to tap into your own warm feelings for your congregation and let them come through in the reading should be an easy thing to do. Just take it slow and let your own feelings for your congregation come out as though they were Paul's feelings for the Corinthians. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always on your account. For the grace of God bestowed on you in Christ Jesus. In him you are enriched in every way, with all discourse and all knowledge, as the testimony to Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift, as you wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will keep you firm to the end, irreproachable on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, and by him you were called to fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The word of the Lord. Finally, the gospel brings a very different tone, but again, one of, like the first reading, as the first reading in the gospel often have similar connect, uh, moods and connections of urgency, of waiting. But the gospel, in the gospel, Jesus has a much greater sense of urgency. And that sense of urgency needs to come across. Break apart the individual phrases with substantial pauses. Give each one the sense of urgency it deserves. Don't just let them run together. And, and have that sense of urgency in your, your tone of voice. It's a short reading. You don't have to try to, to do it fast. You can take your time and really let the urgency of the reading come across to your congregation. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful. Be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad he leaves his home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and orders the gatekeeper to be on watch. Watch, therefore. 
You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all. Watch. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you very much for having this time. Again, don't necessarily try to exactly imitate what I am doing, because these are my interpretations, my expressions. They need to become authentically yours. And I'll be talking more about that, how to be an authentic reader in upcoming episodes. But um, this is the first one. Let's, uh, let's get started on this journey together. Thank you, and good day. God bless you all.